Hey, every, every, everyone, it's, uh, I keep thinking it's Friday today, and it's too. only Thursday, and, but we are delighted. Uh, we have Laura Sims joining us. Her first novel, she's written poetry, um, but we are not familiar with your poetry, but we've read your book, Looker, so thanks for being with us, Laura. Thank you for having me. Okay, yes. so uh, des- describe for us your novel, Looker. Okay, well, it's about a woman whose life is kind of spiraling out of control. Um, Her husband has recently left her, at least in part due to her infertility. They'd wanted to have kids, and they couldn't have kids, and their marriage has ended. So things just start to get really bad for her, and she's always had an interest in the famous actress who lives a few houses down from them in their neighborhood in a, a area very much like Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, but as her life kind of spirals out of control, she becomes increasingly obsessed with her and she starts to act out in very strange and disturbing ways. I know, you know yeah. who I kept picturing as the famous <laughs> actress as I was reading this, and just, I'm like, it's either Michelle Williams or Maggie Gyllenhaal, and I only said that because those, those are the two actresses I know that live in right. Brooklyn. That live in Brooklyn, yeah. Right, I know, yeah. no. Okay, I, so this story is is dark, and I would say definitely if you have, if you're trying to get pregnant, this right. is not the book for it you. It is not the no. book. You know, to read, it's it would be very triggering, but was this book, I mean, how'd you get the idea of because it is a dark story. Yes, it is. It is. I, you know, I used to live in an area of Brooklyn that where, uh, you know, several kind of celebrity couples lived mm-hmm. and you would kind of see them around sometimes. And, you know, in New York, you're, you're close. You're living right next to people. Right. So who, stalking who, is. Yeah, you're not stalking them. I was not yeah. stalking anyone. Yeah. But. You, you know, you see their lives and you see, like, what a difference there is between their lives and your own. And I was walking home from the grocery one day, and I think it was the middle of August, and it was blazingly hot and humid, and I had, like, 20 grocery bags I was carrying, and I was about to carry them up to the fourth floor walk mm-hmm. up, you know. Yeah. And I passed one of these, you know, glamorous people, and she looked very just you know, wonderfully styled and fresh, like fresh from the salon. And I felt this normal kind of upwelling of envy that, you you know, that all of us feel, right? Right. But then this voice popped into my head, like that was the voice of the narrator. And and she was a lot angrier and, and more envious than I was. And so I went home and I started writing it. And just writing the voice down, basically, and letting it kind of lead me where it would. And then that night, I actually dreamed that I was, and I hadn't thought, like, oh, this is a novel, or this is what I'm going to call it, or any of that. But that night, I had a dream. I was holding a finished book, and it said, Looker, by Laura Sims. Oh, my gosh. That is wild. It was crazy, and so I was like, I have to write this novel. I know, I have, go- I have goosebumps from you just saying know, that, because you I were... Know. it sounds made up, right. but it is true. How long did it, it take true. you to write it, then, once you thought, it, I'm going to write my first novel? Yeah, it took me a few years, off and on, because I was doing other things, you know, as you mentioned, I was working on poetry, mm-hmm. and um, I had been kind of working on young adult fiction, um, and so I, you know, I was kind of jumping between projects, but 
it was kind of my like passion project on the side. So I was always really excited to return to it whenever I could. Yeah. And I, I love the, you know, the protagonist that is telling the story of her complete unraveling also teaches poetry at night. And I did, I did quite enjoy the side story with her and the one student. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, because it was like, it was a touchstone. It could have been a touchstone for her. I'm not sure which direction, but she at that point was just so. I mean, I really felt the heartache of her not yeah. being able to get pregnant. I know. Did you, know. Laura, ever I struggle did. with infertility? Oh. Yeah, I definitely, oh, you, you know, I did. Yeah. Um, trying to get pregnant with my son, which eventually worked out. But, you know, it's hell. It's, mm-hmm. it's and am- it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So heartbreaking. And you kind of look around and you see like in the neighborhood where we lived in Brooklyn, like it's full of families and everybody else seems to be having an easy time, which is not the case. Sure. But it feels that way. You know, it's when a you're really struggling. weird place to be in because I struggled as well. And I yeah. thought and so, you know, when I, I was thinking because I, I thought this would be more of a psychological thriller, but I felt like. Mm. You know, it's really a, a character study on what happens when you cannot get yeah. what you want, and you and you've and lost you, everything, and you've lost, and it right. drives you to lose everything, and drives everyone away when your yeah, focus definitely. is so narrow. Yeah, and it's also a lot. I feel like about, and this was not intentional, but looking at it now, I see that it's a lot about society's expectations for women. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not just that she wants to have a kid. It's also, she wants to join, you know, what people are doing that Mm -hmm. she sees around her because she feels like that's part of what you do, you know? Right. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Laura Sims. It's her first novel, Looker has has Reese Witherspoon optioned your book or what's going on? We have to no, we always but, ask everybody um, that. Well, it has been optioned. Very exciting. Um, Entertainment One optioned the rights for on behalf of Emily Mortimer okay. and her husband Alessandro Nivola have a production company called King B, okay. and they're going to turn it into a limited series. That's yeah, which I'm really excited about. Okay. So will that? Emily star in it? Because we just saw her will. in Mary she, Poppins. Exactly, she will be the narrator. She will, and we've met with her, and she's just wonderful, and she totally gets the book and. So it's really, it's exciting. What okay, do you, that, seriously, that is, I know you, that's you amazing. write poetry and then you write your first, first novel. novel and now and then, I know, <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Well, how crazy. fun for you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's exciting. Thank you very much. Gosh. It is. Will it you really have much is. control over the screenplay? I don't know. They actually asked me if I would be interested in writing it. And at first I said yes. And then... When I thought about it more and talked it over with my agent, I was like, I mm. think actually I'd rather consult, Yeah, you know, and I think either way, you're not going to have super control right. over, you know, like yeah. you think you will if you write the screenplay, but, but you still won't. So. Yeah, well, I hope you sold your um, book for at least six figures, Laura. Uh, that would make us really happy. <laughs> You don't have to tell us, but it would make us really, really happy about it. And I do think that that is kind of a trend now to ask the 
novelists ever since, you know, like Gillian Flynn, she wrote Gone oh Girl, and then she wrote that the screenplay, and then she did, uh, you know, for for another movie of hers. So, yep. she, but she also yeah. covered television. She, she was a reporter. Maybe yeah. it's a I whole different she way. Wanted, definitely, and I, it's clear she has wanted to move in that direction. And mm-hmm. I don't really want to. Yeah. I want to keep writing. Know novels, your lane. So. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> exactly. makes you comfortable? So exactly. We have to ask you yeah. something, Laura. That we ask sure. everybody. What's the last sure. great book that you read? The last great book that I read. Oh, gosh. Whenever anyone asks me this, I totally blank out. But actually, I have one. Okay. Um, it is called The Queen's Gambit. It's by Walter Tevis. It's a little bit old. It's from the 1980s, if you can believe it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, as he wrote The Color of Money and oh, uh-huh. The Man Who Fell to Earth, like some movie, some books that were turned into movies a while ago. But it's a wonderful book. It's about this young orphaned girl who becomes a chess prodigy and champion. And you're just kind of with her in her life journey. And she struggles with addiction. And she defeats all these, like, Russian champions. Um, And it's just, it's the kind of psychological thriller that I like, which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird. And I feel like Looker is kind of a weird, you know, psychological Uh Thriller, so it's like it, just reading it. I just loved it. Oh, just good. loved it. Right, I highly fun. recommend it. All right, that's yeah. good. And I, we did not know that uh, the same author wrote those other because we're no. familiar with those two. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, those were much more well known. Yeah, but a friend gave me this, and I think it's kind of a cult classic. Oh. All right. Well, What's so, it called again? The Queen's Gambit. <clears throat> the Queen's Gambit. Gloria asked me. I take the notes. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, what a treat for us to to meet you and what an exciting time in your life. And thank you for being on our show. The book is Looker by Laura Sims. Are you already starting your next book, Laura? I am, yes. Can you tease it a little bit? You're trying. It is. I can tease it a little. It's, It's about a receptionist who works at a bank and she's a poet on the side. Again, poetry is going to play a bit of a role, but she... It has this really perfectly balanced life with her work and then her creative work. And then she starts getting these calls, these phone calls from this man who kind of threatens her slash harasses her. And then he kind of becomes her muse and very strange things happen from there. All right. That sounds good. (laughs) That sounds very good. Laura, thank, thank you, you so, so much. We'll keep thank our eye so out much. for the TV that series and keep writing. And uh, thanks thank for being you. on our show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank okay. you. We've got a couple copies to give away 651-641-1071. When we come back, we've got a notable yeah. obituary and a brand new song. <laughs>